Welcome to Top Secrets of Promotional Product Sales. How to increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Now, David Blaze. And our first topic, alternative best practices for customer acquisition. And when I talk about customer acquisition, I mean, to, to, to some extent, we're talking about you know, the customer acquisition program, uh, the, you know, the, the, the customer acquisition strategies that are outlined in our Top Secrets of Customer Acquisition program. But for purposes of this call, I understand not everyone on this call may have Top Secrets of Customer Acquisition. So for purposes of this call, we'll be talking about customer acquisition in general, whatever it is that you're doing to drive traffic and bring new customers into the fold. I will be talking in terms of the, you know, the primary concepts of, of top secrets of customer acquisition, and uh, hopefully that will make sense to everyone on the call, but I think it's important to clarify a few things. In terms of that approach, in terms of the top secrets recommended approach to customer acquisition, I, I've broken it down in that program into, into six primary steps. The first step is targeting. The second step is hunting and gathering. The third step is first contact along with the three-by-three follow-up procedure, then qualification and segmentation, then examining the metrics or looking at the numbers, and then tweaking and repeating. And, and so those are the six steps that I've outlined in Top Secrets of Customer Acquisition. And, and this isn't so much like a, this is the only way to do it kind of thing. The purpose of outlining the six steps of customer acquisition is to point out that in every situation, when you're looking to convert total strangers into paying clients, there needs to be a process for that, and there are certain things that need to happen. For example, we need to have a prospect, and when you break that down, we need to have somebody that we're in front of. And, and so when you break that down, to some extent, it starts with targeting. You have to have an idea of who you're going to be in front of, at least what businesses you're going after. The hunting and gathering is about getting that person's information so that you can actually um, approach them. First contact is, is whatever that first thing that you say to them or the first, whatever first contact you have with them is defined as first contact. And then the three-by-three follow-up procedure is designed to be able to get you to the next step, which is the qualification and segmentation process. When we meet somebody new, it's very important for us to qualify them to determine whether or not we have a good fit. And then once we've qualified them to segment them out and, and make some determinations as far as the best approach for the relationship going forward. Then the next step is examining the metrics, looking at the numbers and saying, okay, if I put 15 people through this process, at the end of it, 15 people need to come out of the process and I need to have a crystal clear idea of where each of them are. And then once I've done that, then I can tweak the process and I can repeat it. And the next time that I go through it, it will get better and better and better. So that's the nutshell version, the nutshell concept behind customer acquisition. But some of the questions that have been coming up in the discussion group lately are some of the things that I really wanted to get to in this call because I think it's really important to hit. When it comes to the first few steps, the targeting, the hunting and gathering, the first contact, and getting to the qualification and segmentation, all these things pretty much happen in every selling situation. But the speed with which they happen and you know whether or not they even happen all at once is, is going to be determined by a variety of factors. For example, if you were to go to a uh, chamber of commerce function or if you were to go to a BNI group or BNI meeting or something and you were to get introduced to someone new, or let's say it's a chamber of commerce function, for example, and you go there and you meet somebody for the first time who could potentially be a good prospect or a good client for you. What's happening at that point is that the targeting is done, 
because you're basically targeting anybody who's at that meeting. The hunting and gathering is happening as you're meeting people because you're basically meeting the individuals and exchanging information, whether you're exchanging business cards or just shaking hands and introducing yourself. There's information exchanging that's happening. And it's your first contact as well. If you walk in the door and you meet somebody new for the first time and you shake their hands, that's your first contact with them. So all these things are going to happen regardless of you know, whether or not you're following our system for customer acquisition. Those, those things all happen regardless of the nature of the relationship. If you go to the phone book and you pick somebody at random, you pick a business at random and you, and you start dialing the phone, well, you're targeting based on what you're doing out of the phone book. You're hunting and gathering based on what you get when you make that phone call. If you're having to call and ask for somebody, hey, may I speak with the person in charge of advertising? That's your hunting and gathering happening. And if you get put through to that person, well, that's your first contact with them. Yeah, hi, uh, your receptionist just gave me your name. Uh, My name's Dave. I sell promotional products. That's your first contact. So all these things happen regardless of whether or not you intend for them to happen or whether or not you realize they're happening. So when I outlined this process, it wasn't about saying, here's how you have to do it. I'm just basically saying these things are happening regardless of whether or not you're aware of it. Now, the three-by-three follow-up procedures is something that I outlined as a way to get to people where if you haven't had a chance to qualify them and you don't want to uh, you know, come across like a stalker, that you've got sort of limits set up for it. So that process in itself is a, it's a system that, that in and of itself is just designed to be able to provide intelligent repetition of contact without driving people crazy. Um, but the purpose of the 3x3 three three follow-up procedure is simply to get to the qualification and segmentation step, um, qualifying people, finding out whether or not you have a fit, and determining whether or not it makes sense to try to work together. And one of the things that ha- had come up in the discussion group was this idea of, you know, do I qualify first? Do I try to do that on the phone in advance? Or do I go for the appointment first? Do I, do I try to get an appointment with someone, um, you know, based on the, what I've done in the hunting and gathering step? My view of that is that it's, and in and, and my experience as well, is that it's a lot quicker, a lot faster, a lot more efficient, and a lot more effective if you do your qualifying first. If you're able to qualify out unqualified prospects, then you're not spending time trying to set up appointments and drive to and from places and having meetings that are, that are going nowhere. But once again, you know, it's, it's an individual decision. Some people feel like they need to go for that appointment first. If you do that, then essentially what you're doing is you're saying, okay, I'm targeting, I'm, I'm doing some initial maybe screening to determine somebody who I think is qualified, and then I'm contacting that person and I'm asking for a meeting. So, so perhaps my first contact in that situation is a call asking them for a meeting. If I don't get the meeting, I have to keep calling back, and there's a follow-up procedure involved in that, contacting them again and again uh, to try to get the meeting. And then once you get the meeting, once you're in front of them, there's going to have to be some qualification done anyway um, because at that point they're, they're either going to be a good fit for you or they're not. Um, the reason I like to put qualification prior to uh, you know, uh, requesting an appointment is that you can do it with a couple of quick questions, and uh, you don't have to spend days, weeks, months trying to get an appointment that may not be justified to begin with. So in terms of, um, in, in terms of these steps, uh, all these things pretty much ought to happen, and, and, and some of them just happen by 
nature of what it is that we're doing. As I said, the targeting, the hunting and gathering, the first contact, those things are going to happen regardless of, of what we do in terms of, uh, of meeting someone for the first time. Uh, when, you, when you meet them for the first time, that's your first contact, and something happened in order to target and, and, and get that information exchanged. Three-by-three follow-up procedure, as I said, is just a way of getting to the qualification step, and ideally you have a good, strong, solid lead qualification procedure. And again, the one that's included in Top Secrets of Customer Acquisition is there as a starting point. It's not there to say just do this and read it word for word. It's a starting point. Obviously, you want to adapt it, change it, depending on who you're talking to and depending on your own approach. Uh, but you want to be able to qualify people however you decide to do it. You need to be able to qualify them well, and you need to be able to segment them out to determine uh, whether or not they're, they're qualified to do business with you, if they're ready to buy now, if they have specific dates in mind, if they're generally receptive, if they're rude and obnoxious, or if they're totally unresponsive. So once you've determined that, then you can look at the numbers, decide who goes into which category, and, and based on that, you can look at what went right and what went wrong. You can do more of what went right, less of what went wrong, and that's the, the tweak and repeat step. So if, if you understand that, um, then another important concept is that since these things either are happening or should happen, there is also an order in which they should happen. And you get to decide what that is to some extent. You get to decide if you want to go for the appointment first or if you want to uh, do the qualification first. But what, how, whatever you do and however you do it, it's going to impact the results. So what I would encourage everyone to do is, regardless of how you're bringing new clients through the door, is evaluate the process. Look at what's working for you and what's not. Test different things. Like if, you're going to, if you want to see what works best, try one approach on 10 prospects and try a different approach on another 10 prospects, um, engage the results and see what gets you a better result because that will ultimately determine uh, what makes the most sense. Opinions are great, uh, but, uh, you know, but, but results are really what we're after. And uh, another important point when it comes to customer acquisition is that a lot of people, are, you know, they get good at the front half of this. They get good at the targeting, the, uh, the hunting and gathering, the first contact, um, and, and the three-by-three three follow-up procedure. They get to that part of it, and, and they're following up, and they're doing that sort of thing. But then they get on the phone with the person, or they, or they get in front of the person, and they get off track, and they forget that the second half of this process is just as critical, if not more critical, than the first half. That qualification and segmentation, not just asking them a bunch of questions, but determining based on that, where do they fall in my follow-up procedure? What kind of follow-up is required for each individual person so that nothing falls through the cracks? Looking at the numbers, examining the metrics and saying, okay, based on what I brought in, how many people ended up in each of these different areas? How many are ready to buy? How many have specific dates in mind? How many are generally receptive? How many are rooted and obnoxious? How many didn't respond at all? Because once you know that, that'll tell you where you need to tweak and repeat the process. So that second half of the process is extremely important as well. So in terms of alternative best practices, that's really what I'm talking about, is that in, in customer acquisition, for example, we talk about sending out um, – a, a promotional item in advance, like having your first contact be something like a promotional item with a cover letter. Um, but the purpose in that is not to say that that's the only way to do it. It's certainly not the only way to do it. The main purpose is to say that you're going to have some sort of first contact with these people. You need to make sure that whatever that's going to be is memorable. So if your first contact with them is going to be at a networking function, you need to be able to do something that's memorable so that when they see you, they're going to remember you and they're going to have a favorable uh, opinion of that. Increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Top secrets. Top secrets. Top secrets. Top secrets. Top promotional products.